regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features of Sean. And now it's time for Steve to introduce this week's regular features. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that's exactly the same every week. My name is Steve. I am a ballerina. <laughs> No, you're not. You're just in a swivel chair. <laughs> <laughs> We've told you this before. I got very excited because I could spin around real quick. <laughs> My name is Gav, and I look after Steve now. <laughs> well, if by looking I after him... I Gav's house for a while. <laughs> if you were looking after him, you'd stop putting him in swivel chairs. <laughs> Who's that voice, though? I'm Log. And if you want to know anything more about me, just ask Jesus. Google. Are you saying I'm not approachable? Just speak to him. He's a human being. Yeah, put John Blythe into Google. John Blythe. surprised Blyde. what you find. <laughs> what we got going on this week? I'm going to tell you what. I've got, like every single week, um, I'm aping a shite podcast. Nice. I'm aping a shit viral thing and also regurgitating one of our podcast friends' Twitter thread about shit. <laughs> because that's what I do. And I've just come back from China. I've just come back from China. <laughs> Where? <laughs> China. I don't believe a word of it. The word I don't believe is China. It's the biggest country. Is it the biggest? No, probably the second biggest country in the world. Australia's pretty big. Russia's well, it's massive. Big. Russia's massive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people in there. Canada. That's a big... Boy. Surprisingly big. Isn't Australia bigger than America? Guys, I think we're getting off topic. <laughs> Australia's great, isn't it? Which of the ones we've just mentioned have you been to again, Steve? <laughs> Which one is the biggest? China. I just came back from China. Beijing, wow. China. Like, real China, not Hong Kong, which is fake China. <laughs> it's not the one that's booted off at the moment. Yeah, they're really up on democracy down there. Mm. And when China, will they learn? Whatever next. They're not pleased. They're not <laughs> best pleased about this democracy. Did you bring that up with any of your tour guides or anything like that? Being like, yes, what's, I did. What's did bad China up to? <laughs> did, you, did you say, I come from a democracy? It's fucking balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> Give me a dictator any day. Benevolent, maybe. But a dictator nonetheless. Someone with a, with a bit of long-term vision for yeah. the country, rather than only looking as far as the next general election. Yes. Am I right, guys? Someone Wait, not... It sounds like China got to you. China really did. <laughs> Ch- like, genuinely, China did get to me a bit by the end. Um, I had to be told off by Reese. It's like, yeah, you're a little bit... You went a little bit mad. <laughs> really? What so, did you do? Um, well, I just started... Have you ever been brainwashed before? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, possibly, but isn't that isn't it like if it was a good brainwashing, I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, you wouldn't we, know. We've all been yeah. to PR events and thought the game was better than it was. Yeah, so. but that's just tried and tested. If you give me a mini burger, I will give your game. <laughs> and like for My every bra- pickle that is in it, like it goes up a star. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. Like, Ten pickles, the secret to a great Metacritic score. 
Anytime you walk into a into a supermarket, I would say you're being brainwashed by the great deals at Tesco. Yeah. I literally cannot buy a sandwich or a drink from Tesco without having the meal deal. Have you ever seen those little, like the star stickers with the price written on them? No. What do you think a star? Yeah, you have it in every shop. It's like on a star, a, like a green luminescent star. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can buy like, those cardboard yes. stars from like Hyperama and I'm assuming they want you to write, to write all your prices on them. Do you have them on the on your spirits? And <laughs> no, it's really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> there's the, there's the, all the pubs in Stenton that used to have their spirits prices on luminescent neon stars yeah. are now shut for dealing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a pub in Bristol recently that had those on there and it was just one and it wasn't any more, which is really sad. And he just said, Shaka bombs, three for a fiver. <laughs> Shaka bombs. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I mean, they were like, what do you want? I was like, obviously, six Shaga bombs. <laughs> what do you put into a Jaeger bomb to make it a Shaga bomb? It was Iron Brew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was Iron Brew and Jaegermeister. Sorry, Steve. Uh, well, we also, we all are aware of the powerful psychological effect of shagger of, of shagger bombs <laughs> bright colors and, and pointy shapes <laughs> pickles um so imagine if you had the full weight of the the communist party of ruling party of china yeah uh bearing down upon your your psyche yeah 24 7 for a week and also at what point have, did you first find yourself going full communist well, it was more that. It was more our two. <laughs> Actually, so it's not, obviously, obviously, it's not a communist state, but whatever, you know what I mean. Yes, it is the People's Republic. No, that's Korea. Or whatever they call themselves. The whatever they call themselves, it's not what they are. No. <laughs> um, Beijing is a surprisingly American city. It looks like any big city in the United States. It's got these huge, wide freeways. Everyone's driving around in big cars. Starbucks in every corner, all the big chain. I'm sold. Shops. When are we going? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone seems pretty happy with with uh, with what's going on. Everyone is also totally unaware of the genocide of the Uyghur Muslims in China and the reality of what's happening in Hong Kong vis-a-vis -vis the the protests. So, as an example. On the in, oh, the, in the hotel room, I'd switch on the television to to look at the at Chinese TV. Like, yeah. You always see this. You go to a foreign country, it's like let's see what their television's like. I bet it's crazy. Um, there was a there was a news broadcast which had a, a BBC news bulletin, which included a piece on the Hong Kong protests. Mm. The the screen went blank for three minutes and came back when they'd finished speaking about it. That's a thing that genuinely happened oh in the hotel. God. I asked my Chinese guide at the end at the, at the end of uh, that evening uh, about this, about like why the TV had gone blank. And then you woke up the next morning <laughs> in your bed. In my bed. You're like, oh, weird. Wow. Every time you asked another question, you just kept waking up. The, the, clock's, late. the clock's at the same time. <laughs> You've got to live this day perfectly without offending anyone. Keep happening. She said that the what's happening in Hong Kong is really unfortunate, and that the the Hong Kong rioters have mm. been attacking the police and attacking train stations and the public. Wow. The foreign news media are reporting that it's the police that are attacking 
rather than the the protesters. And you're so, like, well, I wouldn't know that because you keep blanking out all of the news. <laughs> yeah, so. the news. Are you allowed to tell me that because the telly isn't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, on the, the the itinerary of the tourist board, um, like there was a, a trip to Tiananmen Square in yeah. Beijing. I thought, okay, well, okay. So they're being open and honest about this chapter of Chinese history. Tiananmen Square, why else would we go to Tiananmen Square? Yeah. Other than the main thing about Tiananmen Square that there is. The tanks and the men. The tanks and the massacre and the men and the shooting of people. <laughs> and their bombs. <laughs> and the, and the Oiga bombs. <laughs> but it, they took us there and just talked about what a great square it was. <laughs> it's like, it's a bloody brilliant square. You got any, uh, any questions? Uh, <laughs> it's probably, what, probably any questions? Questions? not about the tanks. <laughs> <laughs> that is precisely it. What were, what were the other... Um, like travel journalists like uh they they were great yeah no it was in like were they like because i remember i think you i was at i happened to be at niagara falls while you were at tiananmen square so we were texting about it (laughs) i was in nottingham (laughs) (laughs) and uh so we were texting about it and (coughs) but like you were obviously like asking them going Yo, like, what's the deal with this square? <laughs> like, what's up with this square? But were any of the other travel journalists, like, when the guide wasn't there, were there any of them, were you like, this is fucked, isn't it? Well, because I, I thought that, because no one else had mentioned. So I was booked on to go to this trip to Beijing yeah. just before Beijing went from being kind of a bit iffy to actually all out evil. All out iffy. Uh, <laughs> totally iffy. <laughs> And then, like, on the trip, no one had really mentioned the fact that we were all, like, in Beijing and ostensibly there to promote Beijing as a tourist destination. Uh, But then when I brought up the whole Tiananmen Square thing, that sort of opened the floodgates for everyone else on the trip. They were like, and another thing about what you teach students in school. (laughs) Do you mention The guy was just looking at you and just going, you mother, this is you. You opened the floodgates now. I was going to take you some nice food (laughs) and show you another nice square. And I'm still going to do it, but I'm going to be very angry with you about it. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like, what do you write now? (laughs) Like, is it going to go in the paper anytime soon? Or did you tell the PR, like, look, when it all comes out of it, (laughs) I'll put it in the magazine. I, I think that is... That is the tactic, yeah. yeah. I'm going to wait wait for things to simmer down a bit. <laughs> it's what it sounds like. And then, uh, then I'll write about the spa treatments <laughs> at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> but until then... Because I've done some like bits and bobs of travel things, and people, like especially games journalists, are always like, how do you review this? Like, How can you review that? It's like, it's not a review. It's right in how great it is. It's a description yeah. of how pampered you were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like you're reviewing China. But if you if you had to stick a number on it <laughs> out of stars, oh, out of five stars. Solid one, seven out of ten. One country. <laughs> one large red star. Sucking on my features like you water. They're calling me all the time. I'm trying to check out my frizzy features behind all the time. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features. Oh! And now it's time for something that isn't actually my regular feature. I've just got a little interstitial uh something that i like to call a little bit a shit <laughs> and um yeah basically someone a reader i believe um who does another podcast called this that and the other which is i've listened to and is pretty fucking good is it he does it with um his name is adam i don't don't recall his surname but he has horse morsel on twitter <laughs> and he does it with glenn heaviside 
I thought you were describing how sexy he was. I thought it was like yeah, he's a little a horse ga- morsel. I thought it was I a that much. gay thing. You just like he's a little horse morsel. Let me yeah, tell you, I was like, I'm not up on. He's gay. He's, he's, he's my favorite bit of the horse. Is he? Yeah. So um, it's what's the, his podcast about? It's sketch based. So if you can imagine a, a podcast like this one, but with more discipline, <coughs> but worse people on it. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got that. That's every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, the only, <laughs> and the only reason I said that is because um, one of them said, do you want it to be part of the next season? And they never actually followed through on it. So, fuck you. So is this a hit, <laughs> a hit piece on that? No, actually, I love them. They're great. They're lovely people. <laughs> they are both premium Twitterers, and they're very well worth a follow. They both support us on Patreon? They better? Yeah. Um, After I'm that gonna, fucking I'm, shout out, I'm going to say Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, um, you know how someone sometimes does something on Twitter and someone immediately says, this is yours, Log, you need to see this now. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I got permission from him to read out this wonderful online tale of the smear. And like, anytime a bird does anything on yeah, Twitter, yeah. I, get, I get notified about it. I, get, I mean, it's great. I, Please do continue sending yours is just, it's Yours is shit. Mine is basically just shit pads. <laughs> and if anything, a, a lot sometimes people post me when the, the first time they've seen the name Zim Bibaboy, <laughs> the, the person whose name I can't remember, who is a film critic. Right. And the name, oh, the yeah. name, yes. the, the name of... Baz, yeah. The name of Zim Bibaboy <laughs> the fact, is based on the fact I can't remember his name. So people think they've noticed a thing. <laughs> so, is that what it's actually based on? Right, yes. yes. I've fallen for that too. I've sent you that picture. So. Oh, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's amazing. It's just, I thought... I, I thought I came up with the concept of big boys, which yes. is now roundly fleshed out. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, what, what, what am I thinking of? I'm, I'm thinking of Babs Big Bang Boy. So that's, that's who's that's. Right. He's the ringkeeper. That's amazing. <laughs> Every time that I see that on a film trailer now, I'm going to be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I, I get anything dinosaur related, which I don't mind about. But the thing that I do get is when someone has been a prick on Facebook or something like that. And then I'll get, I got sent something today that was like, I think is completely false, which is about some wedding, some woman wanted some money back or something like that. I was like, that's, this is this is 100% false. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, Locke that's, that's literally like five minutes before oh, we really? started the podcast. That is, what, that is what my feature is today. Oh, is it? Yeah. Shit. I want um, to get on that viral wedding cow but this is money. People, people sent me that going, Gav, do your thing. And I look at it and go like, I, f- I think that's this done his own thing. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't need to get involved. It's in already that. been on the poke and indie one hundred. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like I don't know, but also as that, I like it's, it's it's not easy to what I do. Okay, it's a nuance to it. Yeah, like, do your thing like you're a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, thrown out to battle. I do like how a, a gurgle from your drainage <laughs> system happened when I said the poke. Like it was yeah. like, yeah, that's what we think of that. <laughs> it's like a toilet flush sound effect or a DJ set. Yeah. <laughs> very good. So yeah, so this is what people sent to me, and for once, I'm very happy they did. It's a it's a small thread of about nine tweets. Okay. And I would re- I'd recommend whoever's editing this put some nice music in. Howdy, folks. Today is the day I share an intimate story with you all. Today is the day I tell you about the greatest poo I ever had. A thread. We pick up our story. Back during the long, hot summer of 1995, I was nine. There was a field where me and a friend used to muck about near where we live. It had everything young boys could ever want. Trees, piles of silt from the local cement works, porno bushes, the works. 
There was an outcrop of trees there, which we called Rat Alley. We never saw any rats, we just thought it was cool. Rat Alley was the perfect base. Quiet, sheltered, lots of hiding places. We took a spade there and started turning it into a den. The only drawback was the distance. We used to dig pits and cover them with leaves and grass. The idea was that intruders would fall in, protecting Rat Alley while we were away. Progress was slow. Long afternoons digging pits in the summer heat were often interrupted by refreshment breaks and other calls of nature. Now, at that point, could you put a little bit of a, a crack of lightning in? So yeah. important. <laughs> yeah. My friend's house was a 30-minute walk if we needed a break. A lot of time was wasted just nipping back for a drink or a wee. We needed solutions. We could take enough food provisions for the day, but the toilet situation was an ongoing problem until I had an idea. As an extra deterrent for any would-be invaders, why didn't we combine the two? We could do our dirty business in the pits, cover them, and trespassers would be pre prosopoopered that is a bad joke, but well done, Adam, for trying it. The next day, we made sure to bring some toilet paper in our supplies. I was excited to dry it out. I waited 24 hours to ensure that I had enough brown cable for a successful test. The pit was dug. The scene was set. I did the deed, and it was glorious, liberating, a back-to-basics bum-blast. But before I could cover the pit, my friend wanted a turn. He dropped and squatted. Unfortunately... No one ever told him to stick his bum out, so he was positioned right over his own rolled-down trousers. The poo broke off, missed the pit, landing in his pants. When he realized, he immediately panicked, slipped, and fell backwards into the pit. He waddled home that day with his own shit in his pants and a large streak of my shit down his back. I, being the supportive friend that I am, laughed until I cried. He told his mum it was mud, I don't know if she believed him. It is remains to this day my fondest childhood memory. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if she did. Well, if she's got a nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's a very different color. Poo does... <laughs> bah. There's lots of different colors of poo, but none of it is actually mud. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Coco. Sounds like Coco agrees. <laughs> Ooh, squirty, squirty. You squirty, Bertie. Ooh, squirty, squirty. You dirty, Bertie. Do you guys know about another cool podcast? Except that's not about, that's not ours? I don't know of any other podcast besides <laughs> this one. Are what? you telling me there's more like this? Shh. I mean, no. Uh, don't tell them about podcasts. I don't want to hear about the one that everyone's going on about, uh, the missing crypto queen. Have you heard about this? I have, I not. have not. Oh, fantastic. Unless you just made it up. In which no, case, I haven't, I swear. Uh, yeah, of real. course, it's real. been all the rage. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a BBC queen. Sounds podcast, and it's about a lady who invented a cryptocurrency called the OneCoin, um, got loads of people to invest in it, and then she disappeared. That is the sort of thing at the beginning. But I saw, lo- I saw loads of people that I trust. And I, like, I'm starting to not trust anybody now uh, about anything. I, I trusted everyone about Barry and everyone was losing their mind about Barry, that TV show, which is absolutely aggressively I, fine. Um, and everyone was like, just it's incredible. Straight down the middle, I am not offended by a single minute of this. Yeah. Neither do I feel joy. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where I was like, I, I don't want to switch it off. But I don't want to switch it on, uh, but, <laughs> but it is on, so here I am. Um, and 
so everyone's going on about this this missing crypto queen as like the next big podcast. And because oh. I walk to I walk to work now, I need I get I'm getting through podcasts quite a lot, and I like I like a good everybody likes a good compelling story, um, spread out over eight forty minute episodes. Um, and I thought I'll get I'll get into this, so I'll start listening to it. And I started listening to it, and he's this sort of half posh bloke. He's not half a bloke. He's a bit posh bloke. <laughs> posh <laughs> from the waist up. Yeah. <laughs> not a posh half bloke. Yeah. Um, and it's him telling a story with, like, his producer. And it's almost like a – like, the way that it's produced is almost like by-the-numbers podcast style, where, like, you have a producer – like, a, a sassy producer who, like, chucks things in now and again. Um but like the story, uh, it's the same thing I feel about quite a lot of like just Netflix shows or podcasts in general, where they'd make like 60 minutes, a 60 minute banger, but for reasons of just, I guess, money and things like that, they, they have to stretch them out to like eight episodes. So the thing that this podcast does, and I think it does it worse than any other podcasts that I've ever listened to, is it sort of manufactures drama via oh, sort of yeah. cliffhangers and there's a thing you, that they teach you know, fucking up the story to do that as well a hundred there's a well there's a thing even serial did that though yeah the original banger <laughs> i think that that's basically what everybody is trying to do isn't it it's like they because serials cliffhangers were they weren't real but they were just like find out next week because we don't fucking know whereas find out if everything you've heard this week was a lie because yeah. next week <laughs> But like th this missing crypto queen's just done an episode, <laughs> and this guy has worked for the BBC for ages, and they've just done an episode which is uh, <laughs> uh, we may have already met the crypto queen because we've just heard from an inside source that she's had plastic surgery. And I was like, I've seen people with plastic surgery, and it's not like Mission Impossible. It's not that fucking. <laughs> hell. That's like how they explain a cast member change in Neighbours, you yeah. fuck. <laughs> and like, there's an entire episode going, maybe we've already met her, but probably we haven't. What's that, 40 minutes? 40 minutes of my life. I maybe was like, she's right. a shapeshifter. Maybe she's presenting <laughs> the show right now. <laughs> Honestly, it's not far off that, so I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. But it's this sort so a couple of podcasts I've dropped off have had this weird thing where it's like, if you told that in an hour story, I'd be like, what a fantastic story. Thank you very much for telling me that. Yeah, then do This American Life and change the subject. There you go, done. But with this, like, I think they've done like two recordings that have a tiny bit of drama in it, but they've been teasing that at the beginning of every single and every single, beginning and every single end of every single podcast. So there's a bit where like oh. a man pops up to the window and like knocks on it, says something in a mad language, and then they go, shit, shit, Jessica, quick, get the record. Quick, we gotta go, we gotta go. Beginning and end of every episode, that is. When it never happens. And it, I, like, I don't know. It's a, it's a clip from a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like, but every time it feels like... I hate a lot of podcasts I've never heard just because yeah. of the repeated fucking adverts run. But it, keep, it keeps doing this thing, right, where he goes, he'll play a bit of this one recording, and he, but he'll, do, he'll be like, did we already meet the Crypto Queen? Uh, excuse me, a crypto queen here. Like more on that, and there'll be a big noise next episode. And like every single episode ends like that. But it's just like more on that, 
a noise or some kind of sound effect that they've recorded that you'd meant to go, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> Next episode. Every single fucking episode does this. Um, but yeah, when I, I started listening to this fucking Crypto Queen thing and it, it really did my head in. And just for that thing that they do at the end of every episode, we're just like, would we ever find her? Find out. Next episode. So, what if that, but regular features? <laughs> I wanted answers to so many questions. But first on the agenda, why does my dead nana look like an ugly games journalist? More on that <laughs> next episode. Guys, I've written a load of naughty titles for Star Wars films, but more on that next episode I could feel my penis doing a party into the foreign fuck egg but would my man muck stay in it like some weird human yolk we'll find out <laughs> next episode <laughs> just thinking human about Oh, fuck a shoot'll do! Would I ever get myself some charger heels? More on that. <laughs> Next episode. Would I, Tom from MySpace, your buddy, your pal, ever go so fucking viral my own top eight friends would turn themselves inside out and cover themselves in salt because they couldn't handle it? More on that. Next episode. I couldn't, I couldn't find me big boys. I'd look really hard. I, well, I'd looked a bit. Oh, I couldn't be asked. But would I find them? You'll find out. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> you did my own noise. That's good. I've got forward in there. And then I said to Big Bird that I was afraid because I was ill. Like, really ill. One of the biggies. And do you know what Big Bird said to me? More on that. Is it cookie? Next episode. Debbie! <laughs> <laughs> you foreshadowed everything today. Yeah. <laughs> Would you listen to me, Debbie? I've lost Debbie. Won't you find me, Debbie? Try and find me, Debbie. <laughs> Before Debbie next episode. <laughs> as annoying as well that was, that is <laughs> it's still nowhere near as annoying as the missing fucking crypto queen, which is one of the most dog shit podcasts I've ever listened to. They just <sighs> stick it up their ass. <laughs> I hope they do find it. Download the BBC. She kills out. everyone at the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> This is how it feels to be lonely. This is how it feels to be small. This is how it feels when your feature sucks fucking balls. And now it's time for my feature, which, as you well know, is about that thing that went viral about the bride who... I don't know. Either she was pretending to be annoyed of hits or someone had completely fabricated it for hits. Yeah. And it got the hits, because people believe shit. It got the hits. It was so... Do you want so to see what it is? It pressed all my buttons so obviously. I know, hang yeah. on. I'm being played like a fucking harmonica right now. You're blowing right into my 
grill. <laughs> what's that? What's the story? What's the overarching story? The overarching story is that um, a girl and her husband had postponed, not cancelled their wedding. Yeah. But they had decided to keep the in excess of $30,000 worth of cash gifts yeah. to go on a honeymoon. And then once they'd found their financial stability and, um, I don't know, some peace of mind, yeah. they would reopen the gift fund for their wedding when they had a, finally had a second date for it. Yeah. So, as you can imagine... People booted off. People just had the righteous response that you really want to read when you see something like that. It was designed for your... You want to be angry at someone you've never met, and then you want to see people being angry at them on your behalf. Yeah. So you can feel like you've lived a full day without ever lifting your head from the pillow. <laughs> mm. That Yeah, that, this... I, th- I, I felt... I feel that these kinds of uh, unreasonable bride stories go viral a lot. Yeah. It definitely touches on um, this feeling. Like, people love legitimate excuse to be angry at a woman. Absolutely, yeah. yes. It's like, yeah. I also think a lot of people think about, a lot of people moan about weddings in general, but actually have got nothing to moan about. So when actually, when something like this happens, people go, oh, fucking weddings. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that sometimes. Because a lot of the time when I actually look at me, like, you're actually being quite unreasonable. So, mm-hmm. uh, but with this one, I was like, I don't, I don't think it's real. Everything was set up too nicely. With too many, yeah. too many gotchas in there. Like when she made the um, the typo, supposedly of instead of saying fiance, she wrote finance, <laughs> and like, <laughs> that's giving you, oh look, yeah, yeah. I never even made it that far. That's one think. for the people in the comments. That is, jump on that. Yeah, and then um, she posted a quote by Genghis Khan or something. Yeah. So just, and it was like, yeah, that's joking. I think the thing that I... I Sun thought, Tzu, maybe, but not fucking Genghis Khan. The thing that I thought was bollocks is, like, so many of the people who... I only read, like, two, I think. The people go in, oh, why is everyone having a go? Or, like, it sounded like the same person. And I was like, this is... And it was like a conversation back and forth. But I was like, this is the same person. It sounded like a, all the people being angry at her had the same voice. Yeah. And it was... One person's idea of a righteous person arguing with the same person's idea of a yeah. bitch. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what it felt like to me. And I, that same, and obviously, when I said there were bitch there, that was in the head of the misogynist writing her part. Yeah, not you. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Not, yeah, I would never say that. We, know that. we know that. We know that. <laughs> we know that. We know that. Um, but yeah, so, so I thought I'd write my own bitch. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so in true regular feature style what if that but me <laughs> hi everyone thanks for your generous gifts in the run up to what promised us to be a smash hit wedding by Doncaster's standards <laughs> Duncan, and I, Duncan and I have been blown away by the arrival a week early of our gifts which after much tear filled conversation we took right down to cash converters and then used the Deliveroo app as a kind of I guess chicken converter <laughs> scoring a bonus banquet each YOLO before spending the rest on slot machines on Duncan's new casino app we had a great night no regrets but unfortunately we feel that the absence of gifts at our wedding next week will spoil the big day itself so to this end we've set up another wedding list to make sure that the day is absolutely perfect hopefully they won't turn up again early this time I don't want to push my luck <laughs> honey please t- Honey, honey. <laughs> I cannot not say that in a camp way. Yeah. <laughs> honey. 
Honey. Hola. Honey, please tell me you didn't pawn your great-grandmother's amulet. As you know, the gem is actually her goldstone, which was the only thing remaining of her after she was dissolved in sulfuric acid by John George Hay in the 1940s. That was vital evidence in the conviction of the acid bath killer and cannot be replaced with just another goldstone. <laughs> well, you're making me feel quite attacked right now. It's not like you get that much money from crass... It's not like you get that much money from cash converters for a weird amulet with a goldstone in it, so I don't even know what you're complaining about. People have to eat chicken, and I don't think you'd be complaining if Duncan had actually won a million pounds on Rainbow Riches on the casino app. So please just grow up and let me live in life. Hello, I am your biggest uncle, who is an archduke. I've just been on eBay and seen the large duke's hat I give you as a wedding gift on sale for £100,000. As you would know, if you, if you had even the faint, faintest education of English constitutional law, if a duke's hat is worn during the commission of a crime, the duke can be identified from the brim markings and must apologise to the queen in person. Please, you're making this really difficult for us. Please respect our privacy in this difficult time. It's not like I put the hat on and shit on a swan. Why are you all focusing on the negative instead of taking this as the opportunity it really is to maybe give us a gift that isn't a big stupid duke hat that I don't want? Why did you ever think I wanted that? Just put another 500 quid into your fund. Got your back. Ignore the haters. One thing, though. Where's my popcorn chicken, you cheap slang? <laughs> Lol. Love you, lady. I owe you so much. <clears throat> Did you sell that hip operation voucher I got you from Booper? Because I broke my hip and the NHS won't treat me because I keep being racist to all the doctors I think are foreign, which is all of them. Oh, honey, I am so sorry. That is the one thing I didn't sell. I just cashed it in because I never had a hip replacement and it sounded hilarious. I, it wasn't as funny as I thought, if I'm being honest. But I did get some banging Instagram stories out of it. Anyway, I think that... Anyway, I think the hip they put in was actually worse than my original one. So even if I had another hip replacement voucher, I think I'd just use it to get my old one back. <laughs> P.S. Being racist to doctors. Lol, what are you like, Henry? <laughs> Hi, darling. Can you call me, please? I've just got the holiday photos developed and there's a picture of my toothbrush up Duncan's ass bristles first. I assume it's Duncan's ass because I can see you taking the photo in the mirror. Can you call us, please? We're all very worried. Oh my God, I can't even believe you're making it about you, Dad. Start your own fit if you don't want to talk about my wedding. If it's any of your business, Duncan gets a mad itchy arsehole sometimes from all the fingering with my loose nails. So I don't even know why you bring that up in public. It's so embarrassing for him. And actually, it'd have been more dangerous if he'd put the handle end up first because then you get shit on your fingers and you put your finger in your eyeballs and you go blind. So why don't you just count your blessings and just follow this link to my new Amazon wish list? Hiya, it's your mother. Please call. There's an investigation going on into our network of corrupt sex and murder businesses. HMRC have frozen our bank accounts, so we can't buy anything on Amazon right now. We've still got millions of cash lying around the house. If you want to come over and stuff some into a bag, then run up and down the stairs like a hamburglar. Oh no, it was hard enough spending money from cash inverters on an online casino. They make you take photos of all the serial numbers and promise not to spend it. <laughs> I actually cannot be bothered now, and thanks for ruining my wedding. In fact, I'm not going to get married at all now because my heart has no love left in it from this emotionally exhausting episode. I am going to die barren with a big mushroom on my tit to show how moldy my boobs have gone because my parents didn't want my big day to be perfect. Lol, you made it onto Reddit's front page, you massive fanny. Enjoy your fame. Oh, that's cool. Duncan, we're on the Reddit. Get a thumb me out. Get a go. Get one of those. Ow, fuck. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that's cool. Duncan, we're on the Reddit. Get go fan me up. The wedding's back on. <laughs> so, uh, like, I didn't make it all the way through uh, the actual Twitter thread, but it is close to that, isn't it? Um, the one that was almost virtually exactly was the bridesmaid <laughs> who said, Lord, you go, girl, ignore the haters. Yeah. <laughs> but it was. <laughs> uh, like, I hope it is real. I hope it's real. I hope, I hope those people exist in real life. I, I want to watch them not learn their lessons through about five or six seasons, like Bojack Horseman. I want a feature now. I Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to it. With your ears and brain. <laughs> I'm usually quite good at this bit. You've got, you've got, you've got two ears and one brain. So yeah. it's been a while. Only think about half of what you've heard. If you like what you've heard, you know what you can do? Gav, it better not be something about China. Looking at me with those <laughs> hangdog eyes. Doughy hangdog eyes. Doughy. Oh, it's not a nice complexion. <laughs> you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features where there is a veritable I'm groundswell guessing. of support yeah. for what we do, which is why we keep on doing it. Um, and I would like to give a shout out to some of our most recent patrons. God oh, bless wow. you, Steve, the grand thanker of regular features. What are we if not thankful? I'm gratitudinous. <laughs> Good, good, good words, though. Yeah, yeah. When I say a word like that, I like to whistle through my nose for a few seconds. I'm going to shout out people's names. Excellent. I want you to do word association with their surnames. Okay. Okay. Just like the first word that comes to your mind. Don't think about it, but please do make it entertaining. <laughs> you know, I don't think about making it entertaining. I'm hopefully not racist. Alice Norton. Borton. <laughs> it's the first thing I thought of. Scott Grant. Glant. No, fuck no. no. Let's, let's, start this, let's start this again. What? Borton. <laughs> You're going to leave that, that one. That's, that a, that's going I mean, on the cutting room floor, is Norton it? Norton Borton worked, but we can't do it for everyone. <laughs> Alice Norton. Stinky old Plops. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was somehow worse I don't than even know her. Borton. <laughs> I don't even know her. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> There's a lot. To, are we going to do this with every single no, one? No, let's just say, we'll say something nice about them. <laughs> just, yeah. What do you think of a nice compliment? Oh, okay. That's nice. Well, yeah, that's yeah. much better. It's better. Uh, okay. And easier. Yeah. <laughs> and you work best within parameters. Absolutely. And like, if you don't set me the nice parameter, I would just go stinky old plops and Norton Borton. <laughs> <laughs> stinky old plops. <laughs> Alice Norton. The kindest girl I ever did meet on the south bank of the river in the 1980s. Scott Grant. I hope he's related to Dr. Alan Grant of the Grants in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Nicholas Papa Constantinou. Papa Constantinou. Yes, ah. Papa Constantinou. Yes, ah. Papa Constantinou. <laughs> Chris Richards. I hope his middle name is with P so he can be crispy dick for me. 
Tom Campbell, who upped their pledge from an, an, an amount I'm not going to reveal to $2.69. Holy shit. Because I, I don't want to say how much they increased it by. Because it wasn't much. <laughs> I want to imagine that they've gone, they doubled it and we added may, 69. We may have mentioned this before because I do remember thinking at the time, but not saying that 269 is like a duck ignoring or mutual oral sex. The duck is facing the other way. It could not be less interested in you two sucking each other off. I know it's right because he's thought about that a lot. So much so <laughs> that the dot is a little poo it just did because it's so disgusted by what you're doing in its bedroom. <laughs> Ollie Norman. <laughs> I Coco snoring in the background. <laughs> Sorry, Ollie, that's not a criticism. You mate, I'm sure you're a lovely fella. Um, but you hear my dog go to sleep. So. I, think, I can think of a. There's got to be a fucking anagram of that. Moving on. Na <laughs> normal nail. Your name is an anagram of normal nail. <laughs> the Taz that am which is not that person's real name. So I'm sorry. Thank you for your money. But we really can't work with that. Rob <laughs> Rorari. Ah, oh, another fakey as well. Wow, no, that's that person's no real way. name. Absolutely not. You got enough R's? No. <laughs> Leave some for the frish. <laughs> uh, Josh Silverwood. Big old robot dick boy. <laughs> That's yeah. what I thought of. A robot's penis. But, Josh, he's only joking. It's really flesh. He's just painted it silver to scare you on Halloween. <laughs> Good. That Thank was... you very much for your support, because, honestly, if we didn't have it, we could do it. So That's true. And without, you, and without you guys, there's no point. Yeah, wait, before you could do it. Uh, yeah. yeah, but you probably wouldn't. No, I'd actually, I'd spend my own money to continue doing this. I would yeah. go into debt <laughs> to keep <laughs> producing the regular piece of podcast. I would go around in a van, like in Pump Up the Volume, and broadcast this to local FM radio stations. Yeah, or like the Blues Brothers when they got the big speaker on top of the car, driving yeah. around saying, come, come see regular features. I really like Tonight, <laughs> Chicago's... Chicago's Wrigley Stadium. <laughs> I was out, I was out with my friend the other day, and she was like, uh, she was like, Regular Features was the first podcast that I ever listened to, and she's like, because I, I didn't know, and for she was like, for like a year, I didn't know it was the only one because ones. I didn't know there were other podcasts, and she's like, now everyone's got a podcast, um, and she was like, oh, it's a shame you don't do Regular Features anymore. I was like, you what? We fucking do it all the time, and she got really excited. She was like, she thought we'd stop doing it for some reason. Um, so she subscribed right there and downloaded a little podcast. So she's having a nice time. Ah, if you think we've stopped doing regular features, my recommendation is start listening. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Get some friends who listen to regular features and who are the kind of friends who listen to us when we say, recommend regular features to your friends. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>